Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Faith Sanders. Faith is the founder and CEO of Discover a New Future. But as so many entrepreneurs and business owners, she is reaching beyond her own individual firm. She is currently working on an initiative called New Jersey Hope and Healing. This crisis counseling program was created in response to the COVID-19 outbreak to help individuals and groups cope and adapt with the new norm. It has been so uplifting in our state and the states around us and throughout the country and world for that matter of how many people are taking their time and talent and giving back in such a caring and giving way. And I think that Faith is one of those examples, and we are thrilled to have her with us today. Welcome, Faith. Oh, thank you so much, Susan, for allowing me to be here with you. I'm really excited and grateful that I have this opportunity. Can you tell us, Faith, a little bit about your background? I know you so well and admire you, but I don't think our (laughs) listeners do your background of counseling, and how you became so interested in the field. Okay, thank you, Susan. Well, it happened by accident, to be honest with you. Initially, when I graduated from college at Baruch College in New York City, my undergraduate was in marketing. Can you imagine me being a marketer? I don't, I I can't imagine myself. (laughs) But anyway, I couldn't find a job in that field. And it reached a point where a family member told me about Covenant House in New York City and that they were looking for someone to work in their mother and child unit. And that turned my life upside down in a positive way because I wasn't aware of social services coming from Jamaica. So being here, I wasn't aware of some of the services that were in existence here to help people who weren't that fortunate like many of us are. And so that got me my start in the field. I then eventually, when I left from New York to New Jersey, I worked with a company that did diapers at the time, children who were in foster care doing visitation. And I then eventually got a job at the University of Medicine and Dentistry, and that's where my career really took off. I went back for my master's in psychiatric rehabilitation counseling, and I've been doing that work ever since. So that's a little bit about who I am and my background. And I know you have been so involved for women and helping those in need and the underprivileged for so many years. So I was not a bit surprised when I heard that in addition to your business in Discover a New Future as a CEO and founder, that you were extending yourself even further. And New Jersey, just like so many other states that have similar programs, I know that you have become involved in the New Jersey Hope and Healing Project. And I know Mm -hmm. there are similar programs available throughout the country. But can you tell us a little bit about your program? So those listeners that are listening say, you know, I think I know someone or I'm having these issues or my children. And they can feel as if there are people like yourself out there who are there to guide them and help. Can you tell us about the program you're involved in? New Jersey Hope and Healing is New Jersey's response to the COVID pandemic that we're in, specifically our own emotional wellness. So many people are feeling depressed. Some people are feeling anxious. 
just the uncertainty of what is happening to us. I mean, January 1st, if someone told we're going to be in a pandemic, we'd all look at them like, please. And now we're in a situation that none of us have ever been in. And it's causing a lot of anxiety, depression, and just the uncertainty of what's my life going to look like after this thing. And so often people focus on the physical and not realize that sometimes some of what is showing up in the physical realm is direct result of our mental health being off. And so that's the main purpose behind this is to actually be able to provide support to individuals, anyone in New Jersey who feels that they are going through a difficult time and they may need someone to speak with, that there is free counseling for them. But also we're doing groups and this is a component that I'm involved in providing virtual, of course, everything is virtual, virtual support online to individuals in groups. So for this afternoon, I'm going to be doing a parenting group where parents can actually drop in and just share how they are feeling and some of the challenges, if any, that they're having and get some support and resources around that. Those are some of the options. So we're opening it up. I'm just sending it out. I'm so happy for this opportunity to share it with so many people, everyone. We're all common in so many ways. We have emotional challenges, et cetera. And so often people feel that they are alone. And there's such a stigma sometimes associated with this that people do not want to talk about it. But I'm here to say that you're not alone and there are other people who are experiencing this and there is help. And I think you're so right, Faith. And it's wonderful And when you're talking about that, that there's parents that are home trying to homeschool and trying to maintain their jobs. But there's those that are getting the message that, yes, we're going to come back, but there's huge pay cuts or they're, I'm only going to be brought back part time or maybe not at all. And that is mm. tremendous causes anxiety and worry because we all are nurturers and we want to take care of our family or ourselves and pay the rent. Mm-hmm. And I think it happens so suddenly that I do mm. begin to see that things are opening up, but not for everyone, because if you're older, you mm-hmm. still have to say, okay, I may be still needing to work for the next 10 years, but I may be in that bracket of I have to be careful. So that's causing anxiety. And how do I begin to then go back into the workforce in a careful way? And I think that the program that you have is powerful because I think that all states have similar programs for people. But here in New Jersey, can you tell us and maybe talk a little bit about to our listeners who might be struggling with some of the challenges that I've mentioned or that I didn't even mention? How did they adapt to this new pandemic? And what are some of the things? Because, you know, often we don't think we all get through it. I'll count through it. But it's that ability to say, no, I need help. I need someone to talk to. Or maybe my child or my parent needs this. How would you suggest some of the tips to our listeners that they can do these things? Well, self-care is very important. Acknowledging how you're feeling. So often we discount how we're feeling and feeling guilty how we're feeling. <laughs> you know, all of those emotions coming to play. Denial. Denial. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. That's what it boils down to. But yes, denial. And especially as parents and adults who may be taking care of others, the caregivers, we need to take care of ourselves first. I always use the analogy of being in the airplane and the first thing that they say, if we need to put on these masks, 
make sure you put it on yourself first, not everybody else, because we can't be of help to others in an effective way if we ourselves is depleted or not able to function. So that's what self-care. So having a routine. So self-care includes getting enough sleep, having contact. Although we can't have that physical contact, we thank God for the technology that we have. We can actually reach out to other people. So reaching out to other people and just sharing is so important. Also, connecting with other people also gives us purpose. And I think as people, we want to feel like we have purpose and we're doing something. And I think sometimes because of the uncertainty of all of this, we are like in limbo. We don't know, as you just mentioned earlier, what's going to happen. So we don't really feel useful or like we have a purpose. So sometimes we have to create that for ourselves. Be mindful, especially of the children also. In fact, as it relates to kids show their distress in different ways than adults. And sometimes we can say, you know, go time out. Time out is good to be quiet, but being able to just sit with your child and just do something fun or just be sitting there and just enjoying each other's company. Other things that we can do, although we can't, we shouldn't be outside going to the stores, etc. but you could walk outside as long as you're six feet apart. And that's one of the things I try to do on a daily basis with a friend of mine. We walk six feet apart. We're screaming at each other so that we can hear each other when we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) But it does help to create that routine and give us that exercise that we all need in order to function effectively in our lives. So I don't know if that is helpful, Susan, or if you wanted me to add anything else to that. No, it's very helpful. And you were also talking earlier about statistics that you had just read, which was extremely interesting. We want to share that with our listeners. Yes, I read yesterday that a study was done for whatever it's worth, but they said that 50% of Americans are saying that they're feeling depressed, anxious, based on what's happening with the pandemic. So this is real stuff, people, and it does really have an impact. Maybe you feel like I can't get over it right now, but sometimes many of this, because what we're going through is trauma. Like it or not, this is called trauma. And trauma manifests itself in different ways in different people's lives. And it may not be showing up, but also I think it's of interest is that we need to pay attention to our life. Just really pay attention because sometimes some of this trauma doesn't manifest itself, shows up itself until later on in our lives, further on. And I agree with that. I agree with that later on. Even though things are opening up and we're starting to go back to work, I think people are still worried and stressed about the future. I often think that when you hear a statistic like that, instead of feeling like, oh, that's awful and negative, it's not a negative at all. In fact, you feel as if maybe I'm not alone. There are others just like this. And so it's okay to reach out and to talk to someone or to do more Zoom or to talk to family members or even the group that you're involved in, New Jersey Hope and Healing. There are groups Mm -hmm. of hope and healing in all states. And how do I just go online and Google that and maybe call? And as you're saying this afternoon, you're going to have a group session with moms and children Mm -hmm. about interaction. Those are everywhere. And there are also what I call saints out there like yourselves who are saying, I can give of my time. Even though I am a CEO of the firm, I have time to give. I think that's also the challenge for many of us um, Mm -hmm. who are working. What is it that I love to do that this is an opportunity that I'm going to feel great about giving back? And sometimes giving back creates us feeling better 
and getting out of our fear or our anxiety because we're helping someone else and ourselves at the same time. So I think that there's often a win-win about giving. Mm -hmm. And you are a perfect example of that. For the years I've known you, you've done a lot of that. Mm -hmm. While you were building your business, you were building others. So it's a great way. We always ask our podcast guests if you could give one key piece of advice you know, it's a women's wealth radio and people are listening and they say to themselves and this podcast, one thing that this professional might guide me that I should be thinking about going forward when I wake up each day. Okay, you asked me for one, I'm giving you two. <laughs> you know what? And I love this. This is definitely a women's podcast because I don't think I've ever had a guest on that doesn't say, well, I have three or five and I would say, go for it. We'll take as many as you have. First thing that comes to my mind is gratitude that each morning when we open our eyes, just be grateful. Because there are people who are are like you and I, who had plans, summer's coming, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna, and they're not here because of this pandemic. In fact, every time I do a webinar or training, the first thing I put up is a moment of silence for the people who are not here. Because there are people who are really hurting because their loved ones are no longer here. People who weren't ill or at a point where you would see this coming. So that's one thing, being grateful. Another thing is that I I challenge everyone who's listening to think about two times in their life when they have shown resilience. And I think that sometimes when we're going through very difficult times, we don't realize that we are resilient. We bounce back. We have done it in the past and we will again. And so the more we can remind ourselves of those times when we have shown resilience, it gives us hope because I think hope is the bottom line. That's the foundation for everything. When people have hope, they can create miracles and do wonderful things. So those are the two things that I would really encourage people. And if you're not feeling well, I'm adding one more, sorry. If you feel that you need help, it's okay to ask. And there are resources, as Susan said, all over the country, not only here in New Jersey that we're doing New Jersey Hope and Healing, but there are other places that if you don't know where to look, there are places, for example, the Mental Health America, the National Organization for Mental Health Associations all over this country. And you could go onto their website and I'll send Susan the link to it. In fact, it's mhanational.org. Mental Health America, you could contact them or go on their website and they'll connect you with the mental health associations that may be in your state and they could actually guide you in the right direction of who to reach out to. The other one is NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Health. That's also a national organization. Please reach out to NAMI. They are a family organization, but they have great resources for everyone, especially during this time. So I would also suggest that you actually reach out to NAMI, which is N-A-M-I dot org. That's their website. Thank you so much, Faith. And you know, I think for myself and those that are listening, we all are going to wake up tomorrow morning, open our eyes with gratitude and find Mm -hmm. hope. And you know, it's funny because I have on my mantle a huge wood plaque and it says, pray, trust, Mm -hmm. and wait. And I think that sometimes that's what we have to remind ourselves. During even adversity, I have found such gifts in the different pace that perhaps Mm -hmm. this was meant to be of a different pace. And so the days that it's like, oh, it's instead of a not another day, what an opportunity I have to do this within my Mm -hmm. home or with a person in my home that I haven't had. So I agree so much with you and I can't thank you enough for joining us today. 
and also for giving your time to the New Jersey Hope and Healing because what a gift they have in professionals like yourself who are stepping up and saying, I'm here, I'm here to help. So thank you. And I just wanted to give the number for New Jersey Hope and Healing. It's 866-202-HELP. That's 4357. So I repeat that. That's 866-202-HELP. And they're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So please, if you're struggling, please reach out. Thank you, Faith. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.